Welcome to the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I'm Chrissy Crash, a former smoker, drinker, fast food eater, unhappy bartender, transformed into a roller derby athlete, runner, and fitness coach. Each week, I'll bring you an insightful guest or lesson learned from my own perfectly imperfect life to help you uncover how to create more love, light, joy, and health in your everyday experience despite the chaos and challenges. I believe that life is a contact sport. Let the games begin. Do you want to elevate your game on the track in 12 weeks or less, guaranteed? Yeah, I said it. If I could help you get fitter, faster, stronger, and more confident on the track while having more joy, self-confidence, and love in your life outside the track in just 12 weeks, guaranteed, would you be interested? Well, click the link in the show notes to learn more. What's up, my friends? Chrissy Crash here. Welcome to another episode of the Chrissy Crash Podcast. This is our third and final episode with Matt Panzerino, aka Grandmaster Smash, aka Smash, aka Smash Derby Skills on Instagram. If you missed the first two episodes on athlete mindset and building a powerful boot camp for your league, please make sure and go watch those. They are full of, well, not watch them because they're audio, but you know what I mean. But go back and listen to those because they've got a ton of really great information in there. And today we are going to be talking about developing people, not just athletes. So just some real quick information about Smash in case you didn't know. He's actually a former minor league hockey player. And then after that, started playing roller derby, became a roller derby coach. And so he's playing with the San Diego Aftershocks and then also is coaching three different leagues inside of Hawaii. So Big Island Roller Derby, Echo City Knockouts, and then the 808 High Rollers Junior Team. So he has been, you know, he has gone from child athlete to amazing adult coach and athlete. And I, from our conversations, like you've learned a ton about, you know, developing yourself and, and developing people. Like, what do you feel like, tell me a little bit, like you were mentioning kind of this whole person approach to coaching athletes. Like, what does that look like? Yeah. So when I was younger, I was fortunate to have some really caring coaches who didn't just focus on building an athlete. So they were wise enough to say at, you know, a teenage years, hey, hey, the stuff that you're experiencing, the things that you're learning, these, these are going to be applied to the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And how you represent yourself in these situations, you can directly turn them around and use that to benefit yourself and anyone else you work with through the rest of your life. So that, that's basically where it came from. And when I started coaching roller derby, I found that there's a lot of people that come from all over the different backgrounds, different places. They just end up in this one place together. And not many of them have ever had the structure or the guidance to e- equate those things. How, you know, hey, what am I work- I'm working on this thing that applies to roller derby. How's that ever going to make me a better salesperson, a better manager, a better teacher, any of those things, whatever parent. you do. In- right, parent, anything. And that was like, I part of the gift of sharing your knowledge that you've worked through your whole life to get is sharing that aspect of it. And, it. and I feel like as a coach, you're doing your students, your team a disservice if you don't make that connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. So how do you, how do you approach developing your players as whole people, like beyond just their physical abilities? Uh, so you you are as a coach, you start to get to know your players and you have to form that relationship with them. You can't be mm-hmm. separate. 
can't just walk in and be like, blow a whistle. I'm here to coach today. You have to take some investment in them and they invest in you. And that's how you build a, a proper team culture, which is also part of how do you make these connections and how do they take these life lessons out of a game? The culture that you build is super important. And by getting to know these people, you you figure out, you know, how do they learn and how do they interact and what type of issues are they having in their personal life that affect how they play the game and vice versa. And yep. then you can take those things and, and you say, hey, you know, I notice you're really struggling at this one particular skill. I want you to practice this, this and this and be persistent with it and, and push and grow and grow and grow. And then when they accomplish that, you immediately circle that back and you're like, hey, you know that thing you were talking to me about at work? This is the same thing. You just need, you need to apply this every step of the way and it, it directly affects how you become a better human as opposed yeah. to just an athlete. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, do you have any, can you think of like an example of maybe where you've either helped develop an athlete with skills that have like benefited them outside of the sport or even like for you personally where there's been like skills that you've learned and then like been able to apply them outside? It's easier for me to speak personally. Um, I, I would love to be able to speak for everybody that I've ever touched as a coach, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, personally, you know, as a young kid, you don't really recognize, you don't see it. You're kind of buried in it. I, I got I to gotta go. I got to push. I got to grow. I got to be the best I can be. But as an older adult now, and I'm seeing, hey, how do you handle stressful situations? How do you handle adversity? How do you handle failure? And how do you use failure to become a progress and not a, a setback and and just how do you deal with people in general and different attitudes and different mindsets and not be rattled you, you can't be rattled right it, roller derby is a sport where you need to be mentally tough as as tough as you are physically probably tougher right so you take these skills and, and I, I remember being in, in work situations where i'd be like i'm overwhelmed i don't know how to handle this i can't figure it all out i'm getting buried you feel like you're drowning and then you remember Oh, hey, it's just like this. It's just like this. I, yeah. One thing at a time, build this out. Take the second, take a step back, assess the situation. And you just, you just build from there. And how it affects you becoming a better human. There's a lot of emotion that happens in sport, especially in roller derby. It's a full contact mm -hmm. sport. It's full speed, just like in hockey. And you, you need to have this empathy not you have to understand people you can't just be a wrecking ball because that's not the way life works you're going right. to run into some big you're going to run into somebody bigger you're going to run into a wall like you're you're not you can't just smash into everything so understanding and being a little bit more clear on what your actions do how they impact people literally physically you just need just enough right? Mm -hmm. You could physically dominate somebody. You could put them in the stands. You could blow them up. You don't need to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just like life. It's, that's, it's another life example. You have to help somebody along the way that is maybe not at the level you're at. Can you yeah. grab, can you reach behind you and pull them up to your level? Can you help? Are you okay with pushing people above you? Can you remove your ego from everything? And it's hard because sports are ego driven and you want to succeed and you want to be the best. But if you can remove your ego from it and you just be in the place, you're, you're, it's just a better situation and you're, and you're, you get a lot more back in return from it. Yeah.
Yeah, 100%. Do you feel like you have any sort of specific core values that you emphasize to your athletes as part of that, like personal development? Yeah, from a team aspect, it, it's to team, right? You work together mm-hmm. in a unit, as a group, as a family. These are people that you're literally battling with. You're going to share the same emotions. You're going to share the same triumph. You're going to share the same sadness and defeat. And, and together, you, you have to understand your place, your piece of the part of the puzzle, and then how everybody else works together, mm-hmm. uh, which you can directly apply to anything else you do in your life. Most <laughs> of us have to work in, in teams. Like you, you got to work with people. You just have to do it. And being a good teammate and being being responsible to the person next to you and understanding that you have a responsibility to that person next to you and they to you. Mm-hmm. And building off of that, becoming a community, moving together in one direction. You can't have 20 people swimming in one direction and one person swimming in the opposite direction. It doesn't work. It has to all go the same direction. Yes. So buying into a team plan, a team theory, and, and pushing to, together to accomplish those goals. And then also recognizing that these moments that we have, we're gifted. We're gifted these moments in sport where you get to do these things. They're, they're just micro flashes of time. And they'll never, they'll never happen again. And if you're fortunate, you can string a few years together. But those moments, those are the good old days that everybody talks about. So you can't take them for granted. You can't take any of those opportunities for granted. And you can't take anybody that you're playing with for granted either. Because next season, they're not going to be there. Season after, they might not be there. And I'm I'm realistic. I'm not saying that everybody's going to love each other. Especially at the higher competitive levels, you might downright not like your teammate at all. You might disagree on everything. But at the end of the day, you have to work together to accomplish the team goal. Can you put aside your personal feeling to work together for that goal and accomplish it? You don't have to love them. It's just like a family. Sometimes you might absolutely hate your family, but you got to, you got to work with them. You got to be there together. You still have to show You show up like I'll still be, I'll be, I will be cordial to you, but I don't necessarily love you right now. (laughs) It also like the values of the team, that permeate outward into the community. Remember that as an athlete, as a, you're representative, you're an ambassador of the sport, but you're also representing your community. And maybe it's a little bit easier to make that analogy here in Hawaii where everything's such a community-based culture. But you know, even if you're in a huge city, if, if you're in LA, New York, Chicago, wherever, you, you are representative of your community and you are an ambassador of your team, of your team ethics and what your league is trying to accomplish. So there's a little bit of responsibility you have to wear as a player. And if you put that on, you're less likely to be a crappy human. Right. Cause you're not just doing it for yourself. You're doing it for everybody. Right. So how do you feel like you balance the need to push athletes to improve their skills with also the need to like support their personal growth? Well, uh, so you need you need to have something to drive to. So that's the athletics, right? You're you're working for something. So you 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 keep pushing, push the rock. You're, like, you're literally behind them, pushing the team up the hill. Push the team up the hill. Push the team up the hill. You're also that balance when when their effort and energy level dips, you gotta bring yours up to kind of maintain that balance. And you can't get upside down just like in life. I can't want it more than the athlete wants it. Right. So 
at that moment, when you start to feel these emotional switches or these energetic switches, you have to kind of remind them, Hey, you, this is for you. you this is your time. This is what you want to do. This is why you're here. Mm-hmm. Make the most of it. Take, take advantage of this time. It's going to be gone tomorrow. I help, I'll help you. I'll help push you and, and support you. But remember that this is just like life. You're going to wake up one day and not want to go to work. We all do it. Sometimes life sucks, but you got to, you got to keep going. You have to push. You got to keep moving down, down the road. Keep Nobody said up. you have to jump giant leaps, but it's one step at a time continuing down the path. Yeah. Do you in any way like track or measure success for your athletes as you're developing them? Yeah. I mean, obviously the analytics success speaks for itself. If you're the lowest ranked team and then you become the highest ranked team, well, there's your answer. But as far as like human quality and, or, you know, how it applies to sport, if you've got a group of people that when they first start are totally at odds with each other, don't, don't want to talk to each other. There's, they disagree. There's, there's no structure. There's no, and you can get them all to work together for one, one goal. That's a win. That's a huge win. And I'm not, I'm not talking about a giant, like super rankings climb or whatever. I'm talking about, Hey, you agree about this, this starting from the front and you disagree about starting from the front. Can we start from the back and can we work together to make something happen? You know, it's micro goal, some kind of micro goal. It's just, it's just unification, having a team jail together, having Mm -hmm. them support each other on and off the track, you know, taking some interest in each other's lives, being better people, and then just keep pushing it up and growing and then sharing that. How does that become like a, an unstoppable force? You, you, you teach these, these ethics, you learn together, you accomplish these goals as a group. And now you have to share that out. You have to push that out. And that's where like the junior programs are great. And that's where, you know, your duty as a, as a experienced player is to share your knowledge and your ethics, not just your skate, your skill. It's, it's building complete people. And it starts that way. That's the cycle. Right. And then having that, I like that concept of like understanding that once you get there, like your responsibility is to be the role model. Right. Nice. Nice. And and understanding that is a responsibility. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, okay. So just to wrap things up here, finish this off with, if there was, let's say someone that's, you know, working on being a better coach or, you know, kind of just first stepping into these coaching roles, what would you say would be like five key pieces of developing the whole person that they could take on? Yeah. Five key pieces. First one is listening. Don't Mm -hmm. just talk. If you're a coach, the worst thing you could do is just talk, 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 talk. You got to listen and observe. So if you're listening, I mean, you, yeah, obviously with your ears, but you're listening, you're paying attention to everything that's around you. You got to hear what's being said to you, around you. That, that's where coaches have the, have the hardest. You have to see what's unseen. You have to hear what's unheard. And then you have to make adjustments or plans around that. So listening is, is part one. Two yes. would be understanding adversity and not just adversity in sport. People need adversity. It sounds weird, but they need adversity to, to move forward. So yeah. as a coach, 
you need to be able to know how much and what kind of adversity to apply to a player or a team to get them to achieve a next level. And that that's a skill and it takes practice. You can't just be like, I need you to be, you need a hundred point rankings climb right now. It's not going to work, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's not the way that works. And then like I just talked about before is being able to see, to see the unseen and hear the unheard. And, mm. and how do you take that and apply that as a coach? And, and it's not, it's, these aren't negative things all the time. It's, I could be running a jam, not paying attention to my bench, but I have to realize that one or two of my skaters are having a problem. What's that problem? I don't know yet, but I got to know. I have to know yeah. things are happening that are outside of the direct focus that I have. And I got to be able to circle back and either address those things or have a plan for those things. And that's just an easy physical example. That has to be emotional too. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you show up to practice and somebody who's normally energetic and really, really excited to be there is not. I got to recognize those, those things as a coach. And, and because I have an investment in them as a person, it's, it's like, Hey, are you okay? What's going on? Is there something you want to talk about? Maybe they do, maybe they don't, but it's letting them know that I'm aware and that I understand that they might be dealing with something. Right. And then the last piece of that, well, four is teamwork. Obviously you have to create a team ethos. Everybody's got to be working together, pulling the same rope and have that, team goal be be always ever present and kind of always be reminding them this is what we're working for this is what you're suffering for this is why you're here mm -hmm. always got to be there and then for me the last piece is, is a growth mindset as a coach if i don't personally have a growth mindset my team will never have a growth mindset so i have to be consistently working on myself to remind myself hey like in life in sport in anything I have to be able to achieve myself the next level and then share that growth mindset with, with everyone else around and empower them to find it themselves. It's not something yeah. that people just get. You have to, you have to work at it or you, somebody has to flip the light switch for you. And it's like, Hey, you know, I'm stuck. I'm struggling. I, I can't get out of this place. Flip the light switch have a growth mindset how how can you accomplish just the first task to get one step out of that hole and then continue to move forward yeah i love that yeah it's such a big piece of it too like leading from the front as as coaches like being willing to do work on ourselves is such an important part of of actually being able to lead people because otherwise we get stagnant you know right yeah, yeah i love it awesome well smash this has been super magical our three part series if you guys missed the first two episodes please go check them out go and find smash on instagram he's got a ton of super awesome drills uh on there you will find him at RollerCon. hit him up if you want boot camps the guy knows what he's talking about it's pretty awesome so if this stuff was helpful share this with your teammates share it with your coaches snap a picture of this on your phone post it on your instagram tag me tag smash so we know what you got out of it and we will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for joining us, Ash. Thank you.